Hey, how's it going? Welcome to Harko FM. Um, it's me, Harko. Trying a little bit of a different thing here today, a little bit of an experiment. Um, I've kind of been fascinated ever since the fodder tour and carrying around the um, Zoom, my field recorder, to record bits of interviews or chats with people on the go. I just found it really exciting. I think the thing that I really liked about it was it felt very kind of messy and real and that combined with a kind of like audio diary aspect, I would say, um, which I really like. Kind of a good way to represent what those nights were touring. Um, and you can hear all those on the Fodder Potter, by the way, F-O-D-R-P-O-D-R, Fodder Potter. But yeah, I really enjoyed the experience and, you know, every weekend I'm usually out at shows, meeting people at shows, maybe doing interviews, you know. I do a lot of stuff that I really enjoy and there's lots of moments of fun and lots of great music and lots of great chats and I thought, you know, there's something there to be captured and to be shared if not just for me then, also for other people to kind of enjoy and if anyone's interested in that kind of thing. So that's what today is. I've called it Weekender. It's a Weekender episode on Haku FM. Um, and I caught up some great stuff, I think. I had a great weekend. Uh, the first thing I did was my friend Violet Hurst and her band were in town. They were playing a show at Space Academy to support the release of Violet's debut record. I believe it's debut, but if not, like, new record, Donegal. Um, and it's an album I had heard pre-release and had really loved. Um, it's quite a deep, clever, interestingly produced, tense, kind of acoustic record. It's got a band, it's it's not just like, it's not a Jose Gonzalez acoustic acoustic, but, you know, organic and natural sounding instrumentation. And yeah, it was the perfect candidate for an album deep dive episode. So I went and met up with her and her band, which includes Star Studded. It's got Mitch and Kane Strang from Office Dog and Kane Strang. It's got Ruben Scott from... Saltwater Criminals, Daffodils, all these things. Um, it's high-powered. It's a high-powered band. And it was great to hang out with them. It's lovely to be able to call many of them friends and to kind of mess around and, to, again, for artists to be so generous with their time pre-show and hang out with me for a bit and record an interview and a podcast. It's something I still really don't take for granted. So that was really fun and... After we packed up the microphones, we moved into the, uh, the Garden City Motel room that they were all sharing and hung out for a bit and we got on to talking, we got on to talking about cameras, so specifically the, I was passing around the um, unseen digital camera, the one I'm getting all my kind of messy photos on and. Uh, this is a bit of audio that I captured from that time.
which also features uh, Mitch sitting next to me playing some beautiful acoustic guitar, which is mostly the reason I've included this audio in today, because it's just be- <laughs> sounds like a beautiful, weird kind of interlude on a lo-fi record. <laughs> Do you want to take a photo of me? Have you ever played with one of these? I have taken photos of you on that before, actually. When was that? Uh, like at the one of the at some gig. <laughs> I was there. You were there. At some gig. You can play and Jack Giddings. I was with Jack Giddings. You can play with it, for sure. I love, I love it, man. It's like my favorite point and shoot. It's like vibes. Are you gonna bring it to the gig? Yeah. I'm not coming to the gig. What? Yeah. I said I know. It's a bit awkward. Oh, um, no, it's because before Violet said that even told me that this show was happening, I already had Phaser Days tickets. Oh, yeah. Because my I little sister's a huge play. fan, so, um, yeah. That's unfortunately. tough to be playing. It's tough to be playing on the same night as Phaser Days. Yeah, it is. It really sucks. Yeah. But, it, like... She's great. Yeah. Tomorrow. Fucking Jack Berry turncoat, eh? Fucking shit up. Because Damon's opening tomorrow night. Oh, man. <laughs> Um, damn, it's a big damn, eh? It's tough though, because it's, it's just such a small country. It's just like everyone's going to be touring. Yeah, yeah, I hate it. A lot um, of people are touring right like now. Like Ernie Bell is touring. Yeah, she was week. in Littleton last yeah. week. Um, my little sister went to that. Said it was good. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like that little golem stance there yeah, as well? Yeah, back into your little stance. <laughs> 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 I'll take a picture of you. No, no, uh, no, 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 that's what makes it sound, makes it feel really um, filmy. But because it's from like the early 2000s, it can only take a max two gigabyte card. And it's actually almost impossible, like people don't make two gigabyte cards anymore. So you have to, you have to, you have to find a two gigabyte card online. They're actually quite hard to find, they're quite expensive. But once you've got one, you're, you're sorted. Well, yeah, because they just fill it up and then double. Yeah, and it doesn't take up heaps, but it's just, if you put in a car that's got any more capacity than that, it doesn't work at all. That's the only thing. But it's, I'm saving so much money because it, you know, I would take the film camera for years and years on things and be spending, you know, 40 bucks every roll. Um, and there's something charming about that, and that's, and it's really easy to get those, that's how you get those, like, messy, blurry photos, yeah. Because it's just a kind of natural byproduct of it just being a bit shit, which makes it a lot more fun. Yeah. It definitely is a lot more fun when it's a bit shit. Um, so yeah, that was a great time just hanging out with them. And if you want to hear that, if you want to hear that uh, interview, the Donegal interview with Violet Hurst and um, Ruben Scott as well, um, that'll be coming on this podcast, Taco FM, sometime very soon. This week, I would say this week. Um, so yeah, watch out for that because uh, you get to hear cuts from the album, the wonderful album, if you haven't checked it out yet. And we kind of talk about, yeah, some really lovely stuff. Violet's a very thoughtful, funny person. So I had a really great time hanging out, chatting to her and to Ruben as well, who I'm a, also a huge fan of. Um, And also, 
unfortunately couldn't make their show that night. Um, ha- already had tickets to go and see the Phaser Days solo tour that was happening at the Loons in Littleton with my going with my little sister, which I think was one of the very few shows that we've actually just gone to together. She's in town from Wellington. That was really nice. Um, and of course, seeing Phaser Days, um, you know, could be mistaken to say a kind of mythical show that doesn't happen all too often. Although I get the feeling and the sense that that kind of narrative around Phaser Days um, was a temporary thing of not playing much, not putting much out. I think moving forwards, um, that'll definitely not be the case. So it was really great to kind of reconnect with the music of Phaser Days live um, at the Loons in Littleton completely seated completely sold out very vibey very cool um and a great opener as well uh this is a little bit of music from pickle darling who played solo was a perfect start to um to the show yeah so here's pickle darling And I have stuff you can buy on the table. <laughs> so you should give me some dollars. Um, also, you should buy the Phaser Days merch first. And then if you have extra dollars, <laughs> give them to me. <laughs> I'm trying to see my sealers, I'm like, pitch black. <laughs> Therefore, the opener made sense. If there was a band, not sure it would have made as much sense. If there was a band, it'd be weird to be sitting in seats as well. Have you never sat down for a, a band? Yeah, I sat down for Grizzly Bear. I sat down for Big Thief, and I was glad I was sitting down. That's good. You don't need a pillow for them. I did stand up at the end. Like, because you were falling asleep? <laughs> no, because they invited us to. Oh, okay. 
Right. And are you excited? Only the front row tickets, you know, front row seat tickets I paid for. The people from the back had started walking up to the front, so the I had to assert myself again. I paid for, to be at the front. So. That's not allowed. <laughs> they let it. I know. Who let it? Well, no one stopped it. <laughs> it's a circus in the music industry. As in they just like stood right up the stage. What are you paying for it? What's the point of buying I mean, the, VIP the tickets? the majority of the show I was in the front row. We didn't know. We didn't buy. We didn't know we had bought tickets for the front row. Oh, you, yeah. didn't, you didn't pay any more. Like second release. You didn't pay any. But more. they must have released the because fr- they changed venue, released more tickets, and the tickets they released were the front row ones. <laughs> but they were just the same price as all the other ones. Well, I this I now feel very differently about this story <laughs> now that I know that you didn't pay any extra money for it.
so yeah you know phaser days amazing music um the stage setup was beautiful it was all very thoughtful it was all just really nice really really nice so i really really enjoyed that night and um wasn't too much of a late one either phaser days on at nine o'clock on the dot i think we were back from littleton maybe half past ten very very reasonable on a friday night very reasonable so yeah that was a really wonderful show and um Phaser Days played a couple of new songs as well, secret new songs, and they were great. They were very cool. Uh, so very excited to hear what's... Because uh, I've always loved the recording, the production, and the Phaser Days stuff. It's a great mix between kind of indie bedroom, voom kind of pop stuff, as well as, you know, the vocals very front heavy. Yeah, it's really nice. I really like it. Um... Saturday, Saturday was good as well, gig number two, this one was a great one because it was a 2pm gig, so this is an all ages show, um, as you may or may not know I do work with Smoke Free Rock Quest and have since I left high school, I do MCing at a lot of things, a lot of events um, and occasionally do judging and stuff like that as well and this year um because of my move down to Christchurch, I did some MC work at the Christchurch Regional Heats this year, Heats, um, and saw this band, they were called, you know, I, I met a lot of bands there, there were some, you can kind of tell uh, the kindred spirits, um, the kids and bands who are there because they're probably just going to keep on making music. There are some, some that there are just kind of, maybe they've got an overbearing music teacher and need the credits and that's cool. Um, but yeah, so I tried to touch base with as many kind of teachers, music coordinators and young musicians, because I think, you know, having a healthy all ages scene is a huge part of building a healthy scene overall. So one of those bands I had, um, seeing that they were putting on their own headline show, they're they're called Stone Child. I think they uh, style themselves. What do they say? The worst grunge band in Christchurch. Um, I think it's a good tagline. I think it's probably untrue. <laughs> probably untrue, but uh, I do like it. It's a good, it's got good attitude to it, and yeah, um, a two o'clock show at a place called. A Rolling Stone, um, which is a bar, kind of an Irish theme pub. It's not, it's not an Irish pub, I don't think. And the interior is, you know, um, not like a Irish pub replica. Um, but it did have good Guinness and did enjoy that. But yeah, they seem to have slots available for like all ages shows in the afternoon, which is really really cool. So, um, yeah, two o'clock doors. First band on at 2.30. Um, Stonechild did end up playing for about 50 minutes, which is um, impressive for a <laughs> for a high school band. And they only did uh, one Nirvana cover, which was also really good. Um, and, yeah, I had a great time, man. It was cool. 
and it was great to be at a gig like um at that time it was completely filled with teenagers dressed in like metal and emo outfits which was awesome to see they were having a great time and uh, you know they they can't go to any other gigs so it's pretty sick that they had um that stone child had had the wherewithal to kind of an ambition to 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 sort out their own gig and um they got a couple of opening bands that were you know real scene adult bands um first one up i'm going to play i recorded a little bit of as well so the, the, the this is the first band that started just as i walked in they're called Hog. <laughs> It was full. It was um, full of energy. It had keys as well, which is a nice little element um, in that music you don't hear super often. Um, in my like sense of things, I kind of put them. I was like, "Ah, oh, this is like really cool, really good, um, like Tony Hawk soundtrack music," which is um, kind of my frame of reference for that kind of music. Uh, I guess I don't. I'm not entirely sure what it's called um by the people actually involved in it so don't want to step on any toes uh, so i just kind of think of it as like hardcore punk or i don't know I, I i think of it as like yeah tony hawk pro skater soundtrack music which is a huge compliment because if you've listened to those soundtracks they're amazing soundtracks and um i think of that as like a, a kind of pinnacle of that kind of music um so yeah they were great and up next was a band called the Wendy's who again I'd never heard of the Wendy's um far more in my wheelhouse the Wendy's a four piece all wearing surf lifesaver outfits um with kind of homemade the fucking Wendy's t-shirts on the back as well and very surf rock uh, i would say like the heavier side of surf rock like it's got all the riffs and it's got all the things with really big bombastic energy um which i really like it's really really up my alley um great performers as well like really fun on stage um yeah had a great time with the wendy's in my mind i was like oh, i've got to like i wonder if um eddie from dictaphone blues knows about this band because i would love to kind of it's like two sides of a similar coin dictaphone blues and the wendy's um in terms of especially where eddie and um, his new music is at the moment kind of big chords and bombastic i'd put the vine the, the the vines i'd put um the hives in the middle of both of those bands and that's sick 
I would love to see Eddie come down and play some shows and have the Wendy's play or the Wendy's go up in Auckland and play with the Dictaphone Blues. I think that'd be a hell of a firecracker. But anyway, here's a little bit of the Wendy's so you can hear for yourself the party. So yeah, the Wendy's, you get it. It was a vibe. Um, stonk and set. They did a Spider-Man song, which I really liked. Um, yeah, really, really cool. Definitely going to try and catch them um, at another show, whenever they play another show. I I followed them. I'm going to check them out. They were, they were very cool. Um, and so, yeah, that just left uh, the headliners, the year 13s, the high schoolers, um, Stone Child to play. And... Uh, I think that, you know, they were great. And so far ahead, I think, of where myself and the people that I know were at, at their age. Um, like, it's it's really, really impressive to have... They played... They were tight. They were as tight as a normal band were. Like, that's the thing. It's kind of condescending to be like, oh, Stone Child isn't a normal band just because they're, like, year 13. They are a normal band. They should be in the scene. They should be playing shows. They're just as good, if not better, than a lot of the bands playing around. Um, and so it's just super weird. It's, it's super weird that they, you know, it doesn't line up to promote or give, have it, you know, construct a good pipeline for a band that's already doing all the right things to like get into scenes properly and to be supported and to really be held up um, and encouraged just because they're fucking 17 and not 18. Doesn't make sense. But anyway, I enjoyed it. Here's a little snippet of Stone Child and then I caught up with um, two of the lads uh, straight afterwards. So enjoy this.
Yeah, no, it was a great set. It's <laughs> great Sorry, I'm stalling, I'm stalling, I'm trying to think of things, but yeah. No, um, of course. That energy was awesome. That energy was awesome. Yeah, yeah. just a bunch of preteens in a mosh pit. Yeah, all the ranks. angst. <laughs> yeah. yeah, getting all that, all that angst out, you know. They lost, they, it was their brothers turning their Xbox this morning and they're like, <laughs> So they come to this gig and they bash their heads in. Yeah. Why, why do you yeah. think, what is it about you guys that we're like, we're going to organize our own gig? Because, um, you know, most high school bands, because you're still in high school, right? Yeah, yeah, last year, this year. Yeah, year 13s. Most of them don't do, they're just like, we'll just do Rock Quest and then we'll do Fuck All. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. why, why do you think you guys are like, let's actually do some shit? Well, I mean, um, we had the opportunity to record an EP with our school, because um, they have a studio and stuff like that. And so, we've recorded that, and my brother was in the scene, he was pretty big. Um, he played in a band called Internet Death. Cool. And so we knew a lot of the people, and he encouraged it. Um, and I was like, yeah, that'd be fun. And Noah and Rufus were both keen on the idea. So we decided to do it. Um, and it's, it's, it's great. We've met like tons of really nice people and it's, it's a lot of fun organizing a gig. There's stressful moments, but it's really worth it when you get to go up on stage last and you have the whole crowd there and it's just a lot of fun, you know? It's, yeah, I don't think a lot of people, like younger bands know how easy it is to organize a gig as well. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely, it's not as hard as you might think. The hardest part is just kind of paying for it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think Isaac was also encouraging us to play. Yeah. He was like, oh, hit up these bands. Yeah, our producer, yeah. Isaac, um, or our mentor, producer guy. Um, Amazing. Yeah, yeah he, he was just, yeah. we've just had a lot of support from all around us, so we've just done it. It's super important having someone be like, you can just, it's, you can do it. Yeah. Because yeah. it does For seem sure. like nuts, like yeah. the idea of putting on a show or like doing that shit, it seems real like crazy yeah. intense, but as you've just found out, it's not that hard, is it? Yeah, I think as I started organizing them with our first gig back in February, like it was really really stressful i i was like oh my god i don't know if i had like all the things organized i was like what if i get there and i'm like what's this what's this what's this where's this going yada 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 but i got there and i think we started with wonder bar and they are like the chillest venue in christchurch you like walk in and they're just like oh stop man and they're like yeah, you can throw your shit anywhere um and we, we just sit up and all the other bands sit up and stuff and it was just a really chill night and so like i think all it takes is just like an email to like actually get one set up Absolutely. Um, a lot of venues can do things for you that you're struggling with as well. Like Rolling Stone offered to find a bunch of all ages bands who would be in it with us. When we first started organizing this, I was like, nah, I got this. <laughs> yeah, I got this. <laughs> and I, I, I got uh, Hog and Wendy's done, which is really cool. That was sick, bro. Yeah. I, I hadn't seen either of them, so it's, it's good. Yeah, no, nah, every time I see the Wendy's, it's just like the energy increases by like 10, and they just get more and more intense every time. But they just. You can tell they're having the most fun up there, and, and, and it's just, yeah. Um, what, what do you guys, like, want to do? Like, when you guys hang out and you're like, dream your dreams, is it like, like what, is there a certain thing you're like, fuck, that would be, we want to play this kind of show, or we want to record this kind of thing? Like, what is it for you guys? Um, well, right now, because obviously yeah. that shit changes. But. I think the go right now is just sort of see how far we can get. Would I'd, that be? I'd say we're just trying to organize like a New Zealand kind of tour. Ooh, yeah, we've yeah. actually been trying to trying to organize a tour. Not too many big places, but just sort of a couple of places around later in the year when we're all on school holidays and stuff. And but I have my um, license. Yeah, and he has his license. It does help having someone <laughs> yeah. who can drive. Well, he's on his Rizzies, but he's close. He's close. He's close. He's close. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, nah, it's just sort of I, I, for me in the long term at least. It's see how far I can actually go with it. Yes, you know, because. I mean, there are things, there are amazing things that you can do, you know, there are just like random people in Christchurch who are going up to like play all these big festivals like in the end of the year. And it's like, oh, we could do that if we just like 
put on a couple more gigs, you know, talk to a couple more bands and, and just apply for things. You do not have to live in Auckland to do yeah. that kind of shit. <laughs> yeah, no, that's for sure. As someone has just moved down from Auckland. Yeah, yeah. Although, yeah, you know, it's fun. You'll probably end up moving some cool places yeah. and mm. doing shit. Because I feel like, do you, do you feel like your life is at this point? Like, can you can you see yourself doing music, whatever, or do you think you've got like a I'll do music for a certain part? Like, I mean, I can see myself doing it for a, for a while. Yeah, you know? like <laughs> <laughs> you guys are young. Fuck, yeah, the we're future young. doesn't exist, dude. Question. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. Sorry, I'm thinking about my thirties right that's now. That's a thirty-year-old question. <laughs> yeah. That's for that's for sure. All right. So what? What if, if anyone's listening to this and they're like, does these Stone Child guys sound fucking sick? What would be your like? proudest thing that they should go see or check out like where where should they go first um well i mean on our spotify first because i think it's it is about the music and our music is on spotify or apple music or whatever you, you listen to but um yeah shameless plug uh but i think oh, i like it in terms of anything they should check out come to one of our gigs when you can um i mean most the only other presence we have is just like instagram pretty much yeah, just. yeah so good kids great kids um and again calling them kids totally condescending just because they're young um they're really good musicians i think they've got a good future ahead of them it was fun hanging out with them they put on a good show and i was home by 5 30 p.m mate i was home by 5 30 p.m what a bloody dream what a dream um and yeah that's my weekend that's the weekender um little experiment little diary i kind of like it it's a vibe i've got uh what's coming up next week uh, i've got a night with buddha that is thursday august the 17th at vogelmorn bowling club tickets from under the radar available now get yourself sorted they'll be more expensive on the door um and yeah i'm gonna be chatting hopefully to brian of melted ice cream um about melted ice cream the label about uh the festival that they are putting on on friday in Christchurch as well which will be fucking sick across space academy and the dark room saint asif street takeover um yeah they've got a great roster that they've got a good taste for uh music i believe jim nothing's coming down um and if you're a podcast listener you know i uh, did a great episode with jim nothing on the uh, latest record which you can listen to um so yeah good stuff coming up uh i hope you are well i hope you're finding lots of lots of new music that you're enjoying or reconnecting even with older albums um it's my wish for you every day every week is to be blessed by the music blessed by the tunes uh, so yeah I'll leave you there. Um, look forward to the Violet Hurst episode. Look forward to the Melted Ice Cream episode. Look forward to some more regular podcasting in the future. Um, I appreciate you. If you're still listening, you're you're the fucking best, dude. Holy shit, you're so fucking cool, dude. Holy crap. Let's go.